Welcome in, everybody, on a Monday morning. Good Monday morning. Wow, what a weekend it was as the NBA playoffs remind you how drastic things shift and change when you hit the postseason, like the real yeah. playoffs, not the play in. And there's a difference in the N-word. And beyond that, of course, as you can see every now and again as Harry moves his temple hat, the 50-year-old who continues the year of the geriatric when it comes to sports. We've had Tom Brady defy history in right. the Super Bowl. Phil Mickelson, and, and look, he's only 50 because I think a lot of people just thinking about it are like, oh, yeah, Phil Mickelson, what is he, 60, 65 <laughs> years old? But he's only 50, yet still the oldest to ever win a major. And then the third thing beyond, of course, our Philadelphia 76ers and Russell Westbrook, which we'll spend a lot of time talking about. But the third other thing outside of all of us is where's the other geriatric? Because LeBron James doesn't look like he may be hanging around long enough in the postseason, unlike the other two. No, it so was embarrassed uh, back. Well, yeah, but but you could also say Chris Paul, too, you know, is a no pretty fear. old soul, too, uh, with those sons, and he's changed the whole dynamic of that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what do you what, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you need rings in this league, all right, to have that. Don't go full Barkley on me now, which is, <laughs> oh, well, you can be smart about the NBA without winning rings, you know. Chris Paul's Carl Malone, all right, until proven otherwise, all right? But no, 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 but to be fair, I, I admit that you make a strong point there in which there's some veteran leadership, yeah. especially when things have crunched down on Booker. DeAndre Ayton did an amazing job. On Davis. Absolutely amazing job on defense against Anthony Davis. Yep. So, look, we're, our team was one of the few outside of Brooklyn, but Brooklyn looked like they should have lost by 50 as yeah. bad as they played last night or the other night. The Sixers, and we'll get to Russ in a second, but you didn't even need 30 minutes for Joel Embiid, Barrett. Bro, it's unbelievable how good he is, man. I mean, I mean, the, the last six minutes of the game, hmm. it was just poetic, just poetic jump shots from everywhere. Turn around. Boom, they just couldn't stop him. Whatever Embiid wanted to do, he did. Yeah. I mean, it's just great basketball all weekend, man. All weekend. I mean, Utah Jazz, I thought they was going to have this locked up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. How about the Grizz? No, the Jazz, the Nuggets, you can't count on these teams in the playoffs, man. I, I, told, I told you about the Blazers. I said I wouldn't be surprised at all if they won one of the first two games and possibly now the series they could win that. Well, Look, I, I think you're looking right now, speaking of that series specifically, you're looking at how important Jamal Murray is just mm -hmm. from the standpoint of keeping up. Like yes. there's nobody in that backcourt that can keep up with CJ and Dame if they're doing it. Right. Joker had what, one assist? And that's a problem. That's a problem. That's that's the big I'm problem. I mean, Harry, they could sweep. I wouldn't be shocked right now. You heard it here first, gentlemen. If yeah. they swept Denver's ass right out of the playoffs. Yeah. And I love it. I, I would, too. I mean, everything's upside down in the West. It's great. I mean, the Clippers lose. The, you know, the Lakers lose. Uh, Nuggets, the Jazz. I, it's, it's Everything's topsy-turvy. And here we are, the Sixers. You know, they just kind of, you know, survived Joel Embiid's early foul trouble. Tobias Harris was tremendous Huge. yesterday. Huge. Absolutely tremendous. And I know people might want to point to the fact that, you know, Ben Simmons only scored, what, six points. But he did a hell of a lot of other things in that right. basketball game yesterday that helped them win. No question, man. Yeah. I mean, 
little things that Ben did, man, I just have to take, I have to sit back and just take notice of it. You know, just like I, 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 I get on him when he's not doing what he's supposed to do, not going hard. But he showed me something yesterday that, you know, I knew he had in him, but I, he just needs to do it consistently all the time. <clears throat> I mean, it's a double double, double double with, with, with assist. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Assist. I mean, I mean that's that's next level right there, man. And his ability to all right, once Bill got him got on a roll, they just slip him on him real fast, you know, take him out of his game, and then they went back, uh, you know, and back to normal. I mean, that's what you need. Every time he, you know, Bill wanted to go out there and just make a run, he would go in, ice him for about three possessions, and then turn back around and get back on him. You know, yeah. that, that's that's those are the things that you can't see. Now you know, there's the unwritten stuff. There are three point shooting needs to improve. Oh, yeah. well, they got to be better. Problem. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. they're going to be so reliant upon that. And look, I mean, Milwaukee was like that up until this year. And there was a drastic difference as far as how much they relied on the three last couple of years versus even that win that wasn't pretty against Miami. But the Sixers are just just built that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the biggest, I think, victory all around is that Russ didn't go off because if Russell goes off, that game all of a sudden, like you saw what happened in New York, man. I don't have any problem with what the Knicks did. And I think that's the exact same strategy you continue to have, which is you throw everything at everybody else and you let Trey Young get his. Mm-hmm. Yep. The problem is you can't have Julius Randle struggle in the first half. So the point being real quick is that the Sixers did such a good job that limiting Russ it didn't get to like single or two this possession games at the end where all of a sudden one guy, no matter who it is, can kill you. Coaching. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, a Monday morning following a pretty busy day all around yesterday as it capped off a giant weekend around sports where the NBA playoffs tipped off. We got one of the most memorable victories in the history of the PGA Tour coming in probably one of the most difficult courses with conditions all around that you'll see, if not this year, in a long time. And of all people... A name that started out at 125 to one, or at least closed at that. No, it was 200 to one at one point before. So that must have been the open. Yeah. Because I saw a lot of people were saying that the number that they got him in was 125. And then I think the gate closed, Harry, somewhere around 90 to one. Hmm. Or maybe that was even after day one. But beyond that, I mean, we had a bunch, even some hockey happening. Yeah. You know, the Phillies avoid a sweep with the Red Sox, who continue to be one of baseball's great surprises. Boston, of course, not Philadelphia. Thanks to Wheeler. Yes. Yeah. Chris Wheeler in the house helping Chris out. Wheels. Here, wheels. Once again, <laughs> wheels back at it once again. And uh, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, look, there's a lot of great. I got a little issue with Brooks Kepka that I might sneak in. Oh, at, yeah? Yeah, at some point here. Is but this I, a what's your beef yeah, Monday? Yeah, I, I might have to segment something like a, like a I don't know, 90-second, 120-second rant on Brooks Kepka, and maybe channel the inner 1940-whatever-it-was when everybody was rushing for that ball on the tee. But 
Barrett's all fillied up with his hat. Look at that. And that's a subtle message to Harry Mays that he wants to talk baseball today. No, no more. Aren't you embarrassed to wear that hat? You know, I should be, but I said, you know what? I'm wearing a red shirt today. I don't usually wear red. So I'm going to wear a red hat, and it just happened to be the Phillies hat. I couldn't find my Jumpman red hat, so I had to go with the Phillies. But, hey, at the end of the day, they won. Can't you at least turn that backwards or something? (laughs) The flat brim, too, man. I can't get away with the flat brim. I love it, That is necessary. I'm too old and fat for a flat brim. (laughs) Not the flat earth, Harry. All right, we're back in a couple here. Maybe Kyrie makes an appearance. Talk a lot about the NBA playoffs. Sixers, did Russ step out? That next. Uh, Harry was all bent up. You were all riled up about the Russ step out. What's that? The Russ step out. You were all riled up about that. What are you talking about? When his foot almost uh, touched the line. Oh, his foot, he wasn't out of bounds. No, he wasn't. They're talking about some not enough. um, You know, I'm trying to figure out what are they watching? What are they looking at? Yeah, his foot was not on the the out of bounds. We got a gift. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I was watching that Bucks Heat game uh, the other day. I think it was it Saturday afternoon. Yep, and Saturday. Saturday afternoon. And it's obvious to me that they want the Bucks to win that series. Ana de Kumpo is getting away with murder. Yeah. Fouls, travels left and right. I mean, it's it's just bizarre, like crazy. And the minute Jimmy Butler touches anybody, it's a foul. Oh, no question. Yeah. You know, I, he could feel that, too. He could feel it. You know, you mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you get with the refs. They, some some guys will give you a, a pass. There was no passes given to Jimmy, you know, yeah. and, and he was voicing his, his opinion about it, too. Sometimes, you know, you, you can't was going bananas on the oh, sideline oh, during no. that game. It was, I thought oh, he was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'll tell you this. Miami's just not that good. You know, they're really not. And I think that they're going to get away with Jimmy hanging around on that team. But. That bubble, like you'll see, that bubble last year was a major anomaly. Guys got hot out of nowhere. It wasn't a consistent thing. You'll see these Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Mm. These guys are not long-term people that you could even Dragic. He's going to be down at some point. Kyle, he's old. Yeah, exactly. Like this is not a good team, and and I think that's what's going to happen here. Is to your point, I agree with you about the refs and all, but that was their shot, and I think Mm. the NBA knew that the only real shot Miami had was to steal that game. So if you want to further that conspiracy, which I'm more than okay with, they made sure that Miami didn't steal that game. Right. And instead stole that game. But look, this goes back to what Milwaukee, like Milwaukee last year, last couple of years would have shot themselves out of that game. They would have had, you know, 43s. They would have been 11 from 40 and -hmm. they would have just shot themselves out. But that's where I think things have changed a little bit is they recognized they were getting these, like they recognized they were getting these calls and they went right at it. They right. were like, hell, if the refs, it's what we always used to bitch about with the Eagles. Like, dude, throw the ball deep. Right. You're more likely going to get the flag. You're going to get a PI. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. throw the freaking ball. Deep. And no, no, you know, we got to work these quick plays. Just throw the damn ball deep and see what happens. And uh, the Bucks you always got a shot with did that. Yeah. Yeah. They did that, man. For the most part, man. You know, this weekend, I, I I really thought that you know the teams that, you know, just just kept the intensity up, man. You could not have any lags in intensity at all, you know, because I mean, you watched all these games. The team was most intense, you know, had the most headway. 
This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So there were a bunch of things beyond, of course, our Sixers. But I, I think when you just look at how things happened, the overall theme of the weekend, the Sixers, I think more so than not, survived. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, They survive foul trouble from Joel Embiid, who you can argue outside of all people, the guy who's most likely going to win the award, has an incredible usage rate for the amount of minutes that he can be out there. You know, Embiid can be out there 22 minutes and still drop 30. and <laughs> right. the game. Yeah. It's, it's insane. I mean, Jokic as well. Yeah. But beyond that, you don't want to see anybody with three fouls in the first half. That, that sucks. Harry mentioned it in the break. They overcame Russell Westbrook not stepping out of bounds. They overcame some areas. Ben Simmons not double digits where you'd like a little bit larger of a lead. Oh, for six from the free throw line too for not Ben. Good Simmons. at all. That's, That's unacceptable. And I was shocked as well. Yeah. You, you know, just you have to get out of it. Sorry, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, bro. But I was surprised. I was shocked that he was that aggressive. You know when he, um, you know, towards the end of the game when. He got the they they stole the ball, got the pass going down the court, and he kept it. You know, usually it'd be like a you know a, a hot potato in his in his hands. You're trying mm -hmm. to get rid of it, get it somebody who can shoot free throws. Yeah, he but actually kept it. His free throw, game. his his free throws kept Aton from winning a bet. Oh yeah, he was hot. I thought no, he pushed, no, no, but no, you no. didn't. Huh? Didn't you I push at seven? Push. Yeah, I pushed. But well, look, I'm saying I, if he hits one free throw, can he hit one out of six and get you to win? Yes. Look, I understand that that's one way of looking at it. But the gate closed at eight, so I look at it like I survived. Right. I, right. I was the Philadelphia 76ers. I was the Brooklyn Nets this weekend. It was not pretty. It was not ugly. Right. But you know what? I I didn't lose. That's how I looked at it, right? I didn't lose. No, you're right. I lost a couple to where, like, the Jazz total. There were a couple that I was not happy with by any means over the weekend. Made You know, props were what saved me. But that was one where, thankfully, I had nothing on the Sixers outside of that seven. So, yes, in, in hindsight, I could blame Ben Simmons for not being more aggressive. If I really wanted to come down on people, it's third eye blind LeBron James and Anthony Davis who just phased and fizzled out. Remember that famous gif on Twitter where that one dude is like, peace, and then he just disappears? That's who LeBron and Anthony Davis were simultaneously just out. How did, how did three That's who I could be upset with? How did third eye blind get into this? Because remember, he was blind and he had to hit that shot and he couldn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Come on, Harry. Yeah, right. right. Two gem I no, wait a second. I gave you third eye blind in reference to him can't seeing anything and he had the third eye movement. And then I gave you that famous gif where the dude says peace and then vanishes. I've what never seen that gif. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw the Homer. I saw the Homer gif when he falls, goes back into the hedge. No. Oh yeah, Homer Simpson. That's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's you're right, classic. man. What, what? What? At what point? You know, does, do they want just this this miraculous comeback? And 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 you know, all right, you know, you you counted us out. You're counting right. us out. And that's when LeBron takes over. AD takes over, and then they go in and win the series and keep on going. So you're saying I, I mean, they're doing this for drama? For the, of course, for, man. For dramatic course, effect, you know? just like of when course. he hurt his shoulder or his eye. Yeah. I'm it's just going to hit the middle one. Here it's always go. something. I oh. never saw that. Oh, this <laughs> Me neither. Are you serious? Barrett's no. never seen it. That's never seen it like before. Famous. See ya. This is like a, as famous as the Homer fading back into the bushes. 
I never, I never saw, saw that before. One. Oh, yeah. That, that was Anthony Davis right there. Oh, man, DeAndre Ayton. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my goodness. That was also the Washington Capitals. Out yeah. of the playoffs. How about that? Boston wins four straight after dropping game one. And how about those totals? They were uh, they were all unders, weren't they? All on uh, one. One went over. I think it was game two that went over, and I'm sure people flipped and went crazy and all that. But no, four of five hit mm-hmm. under. I'm telling was you, it five Boston, and a half every time. Yep, Boston is an under betters dream, not a bedwetters dream. An no. under <laughs> dream. There's a difference there. No, be- the the bedwetter is Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> what oh. happened? He hasn't scored. No, oh. and they're down 3-0, about to get swept tonight. By That's the like, yeah, that would be like Joel Embiid going scoreless in like a half mm-hmm. and the Sixers losing a game. And you're like, really? I mean, you know, it's extrapolated across for hockey there. But yeah, yeah. They, anything and everything that happened over the weekend, including the man behind you there and Phil Mickelson. I mean, there was there was a ton of different stuff. Now, I'm sure... You were glued to this more so than anything else. Yeah. As as far as the Sixers, one o'clock. So you, you probably had to switch over at like two thirty. I right? stayed with the Sixers until the end, and then I went to the golf. You know what, Barrett? I have to be honest. As much as we come down on Harry for being very rigid and in his ways, right? I am. I am more impressed with that. Yeah. Then anyway, I didn't, I didn't even have the double TV going. It was one TV and it was all Sixers until the end of the game and the very end of the game. And then I flipped to the golf because I had a DVR. Come on. Are you are you serious? man? Yes. This is this is truthful. This is absolute fact. Yes. 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 Wow. Yeah. At, at the uh, at my course yesterday, I was the one who put the Sixers game on the television sets. Wow. At one o'clock. <laughs> I just grabbed the remote. Isn't I was outside. I was outside opening my pool, and I set my alarm for one o'clock. And as uh-huh. soon as one o'clock hit, I went right in, washed off, and watched the game. You don't so have anything set up where you can watch it in the pool. No, man. You I'm, need I'm, an outdoor TV, bro. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, I, I I've already ordered that. I okay. got it. It's, it's sitting. I, I'm just now getting to the backyard. Mm-hmm. So all I have to do is put it up, but it's so much stuff I got to do before I get it. Like I got to put the tops on my um, my cabana houses and all that stuff. I, I stuff I got to do first before uh, I you know uh, do that. You know, it's a process. Man. This weekend is a big weekend, and now all my kids you know coming to cuss me out, Dad. The pool's not done yet. The pool, the top is still on the pool. So yesterday I had to take the top off the pool, throw some chemicals in there. You know, because I have a salt pool. You got to throw some chemicals it. in there, yeah, yeah and yeah. get it going. You know, get it going so. On, on Saturday, they can come bring their friends to eat my food. Right. You, you've got it coming at you on all sides, Barry. You are just getting <laughs> bombarded in from everybody in your <laughs> life, including me and Aton. Yeah. Right. Like, do you have a shelter? Just add on. Just do add you on. have an underground area where you can just go for like an hour as the bombs hit? No, Bang. no. Bang. And, and, you know, there's so many little things that, you know, that go unnoticed that, you know, just like I don't have a kitchen. The kitchen is not done. The guys are supposed to be here right now putting in um our, our you know the, the cabinets. Mm-hmm. Where are they at? I don't know. I just went outside and saw these guys out there, you know, cutting the grass in the neighbor's yard. I said, Hey man, I'll give you 70 bucks. Come cut my yard. That's 70? how far back. Yeah. Wow. I said, that's how 70. far back I am. I, I let somebody else cut my yard. No, that's you know steep. what I'm saying? Come on. 
That's no, a lot. it's not. I mean, no, no. With all the stuff they had to do. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's about 70. I was surprised they didn't try to make me go higher. I'm like, no, nah, it's 70. So wow. they just finished, man. So I, <clears throat> I'm feeling good about that because they okay. they cut and, you know, lined the backyard and everything. So I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I got to do, you know, little things I got to do now. But I don't have a kitchen. So how am I supposed to cook? I have been living like a Viking off an air fryer, a fryer, a microwave. And I have those griddle, the little griddle outside. Mm-hmm. And I got a griddle that I can cook on. That's how I've been living, man. All right. So here's here's the thing. Like, this would be a show. If you could find a way to just put them all in one area, like the corner of a room, like a big corner of a room, or maybe the garage, right, where there's ventilation, and you put some sort of background, it could just be like splash tile or something along those lines. We'll get a sign that says uh, Barrett something or like, you know, cooking with Brooks or something along the lines. And the whole show is you using these things. Like it's not some fancy kitchen. Right. You have Gordon Ramsay whipping something up right from scratch. No, it's you like using a griddle. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I'm out of space on the griddle. Let me go over here real quick to the the car. (laughs) I've had the car running for about 45 minutes right now, and it's hot enough. The muffler is facing out right now, so there's no CO2. There's nothing to worry about that. Just fry that egg real quick. Wait two seconds. Flip it back on the griddle. Now let's see what's going on over here on the foreman. Right? I mean, you bro. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm In one of our breaks, I'm going to run downstairs. I'm going to take a video of what I'm working with, and yeah. I'm going to come back upstairs and send it to you. Oh, we yeah. want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to see that. You give me the right person to pitch that to where you currently are at NBC Sports Philadelphia, and uh, let's go from yeah. there. I mean, anybody can cook something up good on a Viking stove. You know, this right. top-of-the-line Viking <laughs> stoves, man. Barrett's right. dealing with, you know, he's got like a little – like one of those little hibachis, you know, you need all the, the little, but like, uh, what do you call it? What's the damn um, Farberware? You remember the old <laughs> <Yep>. Farberware? <laughs> yes. You gotta use one of those too. Right. I mean, George Foreman, whatever. Yeah, I'm, yeah. The I'm Foreman Grill. Think, that's another I'm trying one. to think of new stuff. I feel like I'm on a on, on one of those trips, you know, where, you know, you have the, you know, RV. And I feel like right. I'm RVing at home, bro. And, and then you got this, this crazy. Old lady come into the shot yelling at you. Where's my Percocets? Bro, no, she, she knows who they are. And I've still yet to get a Percocet, bro. Huh. She will not give me not one. Wow. She's yeah. got them. She's got them timed out. And and and, and if, if, if I took one, she would know because no, because I'm trying to wean myself off. I got two for when I go and do my workout. Uh, when they, when I go to my, my uh, PT. Physical then, therapy. Yeah. 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 So I got two for that. And I got two for when I go home at night. If I was to take one, bro. Oh my good. You'd hear you'd hear it all the way in oh, yeah. in, in, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Here's the best piece of advice I can give her. Save some of those for when you're better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> save some for when she's better. Absolutely. Save, just save a couple for when you're all better because it, it hits just a little different when you're not using it to kill pain. You That's speak all. from experience. Absolutely. <laughs> no law that I'm breaking there by any means in any capacity. So. You know what's crazy, man? My first couple of years in the league, I mean, I used to hand them out like they were candy, bro. Percocets. Yeah, and, when you'd walk and, in. Yeah. Oh, man. It was it was crazy. Because they used to get these. It used to be like a white envelope. Mm. And it'd be, you know, volume or Percocet, whatever it was, man. They just give it to us. They just hand it out. I'm like, what is this? They just take it. And yeah. like a dummy, I was just taking it. I only just took one it. when I destroyed my ankle. One. That's all? Yep. 
You didn't save any for when you were better? I gave, I gave them to a buddy of mine who needs some, like, Tic Tacs. <laughs> no, no. That was not Mertitas. up on Oxy like no. that. Jesus. No. I didn't want to get addicted to it. No, it's easy. So I took one, and that was it. I mean, look you're, at it. You're a trooper. Yeah. You're a trooper. Fingernail. All right, so before we break, let's listen to this as we had two major moments over the weekend. We'll start in the NBA and with golf. Here is Young, finds his spot. Young on the floater, puts it in. Trey Young with a miraculous shot. Unbelievable. A dagger. Unbelievable. And, I, you know, the Hawks are the Hawks. Trey Young is one of the most prolific scorers in the league. I, again, just to kind of go back to what I'm saying about the Knicks, I don't have a problem with their game plan. I mean, None it was, whatsoever. Yep. It was below 80s going into the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. The only problem that I had, honestly, with that game yesterday, last night, was that if Julius Randle just had a little bit better of a first half, then you're not worried about Trey Young in that moment because your strategy works because Trey gets 50 and you're still down by 10 at that point. So oh, I, I'm not fading. The, I'm still riding the Knicks in this series. I still think they win this series maybe in six now, but I had them winning at five ahead of time, and I, I'm not even wavering from that, guys. But you know wow. what really pissed me off? Outside of me losing that bet, what? Well, yeah, but Trey but, Young killed me more than anything, guys. No, me. you know what killed me? Alec Burke. Well, Alec Burke was on our roster last year. Yeah. And it took him for 27. Well, look, Alec Burke's had one of the games of his lives, but should have been listening on his fantasy show I was doing, bro, because we were giving out, <laughs> we were handing Burks out like Oprah was handing out gifts. How about that Brooks kid from Memphis? Dylan Brooks, yeah. Yeah. He's well, what are we doing? A lot of minutes. All right, Why this is the other moment, and we'll talk about this when we get back because this, I know, is the only way, Barrett, if we keep sprinkling this in, is the only way we're going to keep Harry focused on this show. Here it is. Biggest moment of a legendary career. Phil defeats Father Time. Unbelievable. TNT, CBS, we're back on the network, the Jacob Media YouTube page. Like, subscribe, share, hit the notification bell so you're not showing up late and missing shows. And if you see new people in here, this is really all we ask you on the stream, right? Just remind them of the same thing. We're back in three. It's the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. 
For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Mickelson opened 50 to 1 at the US Open. It's now down to 40 to 1. No way. I just yeah. text you uh Yeah, I got it. I'm going to email it. I just emailed it to myself. I'm uh, I wouldn't bet him now for a little bit, right? Well, it's I mean, he's won there three times, uh but not on that setup. I mean, it's going to be, you know, different setup. He hasn't won there since 2011. Um that would be the story. He can win that complete the career grand slam back-to-back majors at the age of 50. That would be unbelievable. Enough to. And Harry May. All right. We've got this video here. Cooking with Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) No, or lack thereof. Now there's no cursing in this, right? No. Like your grandson's not dropping a random F bomb or something. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Hey man, something funny, man. When I was on the plane, we were flying back and my grandson was sitting there. And when we landed, it was like a rough landing. And this mm-hmm. little kid in the back said, Oh, <laughs> wow. oh yeah. yeah. An S bomb. Yeah. 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 S bomb. I mean loud. Right. I'm like, right. whoa. <laughs> I look at my grandson, you better not. <laughs> All right, here it is. This is the video. Now, this is your area, right? Yes, this is my cook. This, this is actually my, we call it a sitting room. That's where we got a, you know, we usually watch TV by the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's my grandson sitting there. He's playing with his cars on the table that guys are cooking. That's a, right there. That's what you call a, um, one of those air, not air fire, but a um, crock pot. Oh, uh, crock. No, is, is pressure that a cooker? Pressure cooker. Yeah. yeah. Pressure cooker. Well, got pressure are, cooker. They all the same thing? Yeah, they are, I guess. I guess no. I guess you're right. I guess the the first thing you said is different. That's a that's a pressure cooker. All yeah. right. So what, so what are these devices now, Barrett? Hey, he's got the it. pressure cooker. This you got to you got to have a crock pot, pot, right? Yep. 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 That's a pressure cooker slash crock pot. Okay. Then I got the one eye in the back, not the third eye, <laughs> not the third, not the not the LeBron eye, the Foreman grill. Yeah. Right. And what no, else? I didn't get the Foreman grill. No. You'll see. Watch the, the push play. Now watch this. Hold on. The I'm living like a Viking, man. 
Just letting you guys know. This is this is like not even cleaned up, bro. I'm just letting y'all know. No? Okay. <laughs> Hold on. What do you mean by I, I had to stop it real quick? What do you mean by not cleaned up? Meaning like there are like curtains? we got pots and we got pots oh, and okay. areas and okay. pots and bags, you know, because we don't have a kitchen at all. Yeah. I mean, we don't have nothing. There's nothing in the kitchen. Nothing. Okay. There is no all kitchen. Right. All we have is a floor down. Okay, I misunderstood. Here we go. Yeah, nothing but the floor down. I don't know why I can't. Get what is going on here? I don't know. I got it to play before, but now I can't. Boy, Something I hate to do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was just playing the video. Like I'm just trying to play the video. It won't play for some reason. Is something on? What, what did you shoot it on? An iPhone? Um, no. You sure? Okay. Right. <laughs> Who washes the dishes in your house? Uh, you'll see that too. Is that your job too? No, I mean, uh, I mean, oh, whoever. Okay, whoever, whoever. Oh, okay. <laughs> who, who, who's ever right there? Wash the dishes. Let's see if we can get this up here and running now. By this all is, means, you can still. This is a high tech operation. This. And you know what? Show. I don't know. A lot of people. You. I can't get this thing to run. I'll find a different way to do it. That's fine. But you know, guys, right. I'm saying a lot of people don't believe the story. But when I tell stories, these are like true to life stories, like real stories. I mean, these stories are like what actually happened in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I tell people all the time, I played with Harbaugh in Detroit, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm at NFL Films, and I'm doing um, the um, uh, playbook with you know Baldy and Sterling, mm -hmm. and I tell a story. Yeah, man, I played with Harbaugh. Um, when he was with me in the Detroit Lions. So instantly, guys in there, look up. He was never with the Lions. I said, yes, I played with him at the Lions. He's like, he was never with the Lions. So all, we finally caught Barrett in a lie. He lied. I said, okay. Y'all can think I'm lying if you want to. Six, seven months later, we do, we're we at the combine. Not the combine. Uh, yeah, the combine. And I'm interviewing coaches. And as coaches are walking by, coach walks up. I say, Harbaugh. This is when he was the head coach of the, um, with the 49ers. He's like, hey, BB, what's up? I was like, chilling, man. Hey, you remember when we were in Detroit? He turned just like this. I was in Detroit, wasn't I? Y'all <laughs> was there for about two months, a cup of coffee. You're right. That's where I knew you from, BB. I'm like, yeah, that's where I know. And what till like till they told him that, that they didn't believe me. They believe everything else, but they didn't believe that story. They thought they caught me in a lie. And they had to show him right then and there that I did play with him in Detroit. So was this after he was with the Ravens before San Diego, or was this after San Diego? No, this this is um he's coaching Michigan. John Harbaugh. You mean Jim Harbaugh? I mean Jim Harbaugh. I'm sorry, yeah, Jim. No, Jim, but Jim. Jim Harbaugh was. You're talking about when he was a player. Yes. Right. But I'm I'm asking you, was it after he was with the Chargers? Because he was with the Chargers until he was like 37 years old. I think so. Okay. Oh no, so they, just before he went there. Oh, okay. Okay. Now this is like 2000 or 2000 or or 99. It's either 99 or 2000. One or the two. Okay. Well, that was when he was wrapping up his career with the Chargers. Yeah. So he must have ducked in there for a little bit, and then they exactly. cut him, right? Yeah. No, he, he left. Oh, he, he left. left. <laughs> okay. He left. Wow. <laughs> they didn't cut him. He left. He said, oh, I'm not good with this. Plus, Bobby Ross at that time was losing the team, and you know that's when he quit. Right. Quit on us. That place was a mess. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was horrible, bro. Horrible. Yeah. I like. Are they ever gonna figure it out? That organization. Well, well, they got Dan Campbell there now. Yeah. He's talking about bringing lions to practice. 
and taking knees out. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is Asan going to get this video going or what? No, 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 no. It's uh, for some reason, it's not working here on this end. So I was just looking at this, though. Phil Mickelson, 300. Bet Rivers took a bet. $300 when Rivers, when Rivers, when Mickelson was at plus 10,000. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Three thirty thousand dollar win right there. Just looking at a lot of a lot of I, and a lot of people lost money on that Trey Young shot too. Mm-hmm. Big time. Knicks were heavy public favorites. Seventy five percent of the public money, and yet still it shifted to cross over right before tip, like two hours before tip. Some think shot. about all the money they lost in the Utah Jazz. Yeah. No Donovan Mitchell. He's pissed off apparently. Apparently, Donovan Mitchell is not happy that the Jazz sat him out last night. And Brett Favre, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, that's not a Freudian slip. I just tried to uh, email it. All right, let me see. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. I really wanted to see that video. I just sent it to him again, so hopefully he gets it, man. 
Well, honestly, man, I'm I'm living like a Viking. I am definitely living like a Viking, bro. Wow. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Hey, uh, Trey, the chants, the FU chants were pretty loud up here, but how, how loud were they for you on the court? And then, um, you know, what, what were you go, what was going on through your mind and what did it feel like when you were able to put your finger to your mouth and basically say, shut up? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I want to keep talking about this, this chant. I mean, it's fans chant whatever they want to chant. Uh, we're going to let them, let them say whatever. Uh, but, I mean, really, it's um, – I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I've made the play. Like I said, I always remember everything. So, yeah, you know, I'm a little upset because oh. here's the thing that's Trey Young, of course, talking about the garden, which I don't know how full it was or not, and all the capacity, if you will. But those chants were really loud. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little disappointed because on a day in which Philadelphia 76ers fans made themselves known with the 50% capacity here. And it's sounding very loud at times. How on a day in which there were going to be chance F U chance, if I were to set odds ahead of time and say, where are the loudest F U chance going to be at home? Yeah. It clearly be minus a thousand Philadelphia, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. Right. Yes. Right. And that you was know what? Go ahead, Aaron. That was the double bird guy, man. Wasn't he doing yeah. that to Russell yes, Westbrook when yeah, he played yeah. for Oklahoma City, right? The doctor. Yeah, it was a doctor. Yeah, he? he was a doctor. Yeah. Right. That's right. Not not from East Town, but from the main line. Right. Right. Polar yeah. opposite for everybody watching Mayor. Right. Oh, my goodness. No, that's the thing. That guy should ring the bell. Well, you yeah, know, I am um, the double bird guy. Here, right. We interviewed him on uh, Breakfast on Broad. Did you? Yeah, you we, did. We, yes. we interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah, he was on the show. You know, he was a doc, I mean, a, a, like a well-known doctor yeah. also. Right. You know, oh, yeah. prominent on the main line or something like that. Right, yeah. right. Huge season ticket holder, all of that. But that's what I mean. And you know what it comes back to? It comes back to the defensive effort that was put on Russell Westbrook. Because you know damn well that if Russ was cooking and mm -hmm. if Russ West, Westbrook was going off at all at any point yesterday, then the fans would scream that. But Simmons and Thibel right. and company – they didn't give him a chance. So as disappointed as I am, I, I recognize it came as a result of the play on the floor. Well, you know what? A big thing is coaching, man. We went 11 deep. The Sixers went 11 deep. Yeah, how about that? They played 11 guys in that game. Are you kidding me? Yep. 11 deep in the playoffs? That's unheard of. Yeah. You stick to the guys that you you know, know are going to produce for you. So evidently he's, he's that trusting. In eleven guys. Yeah, but That's do you think this happens down. once they play Brooklyn no. or the Bucks? Because no. I don't. It no. has to. No, no. Because no, these guys, so. the guys that came in, were not coming in to give offense. With the exception of Shake Milton, those guys that came in came in because of their defensive prowess. Well, that's I will those guys. 
like and like think about it. That that's all they have. Right. So right. so so why would you not think they're gonna do that against the, the, the Nets? They need defense out. They need to stop people as opposed to score. No, not not that's not how you beat Brooklyn though. Like nobody beats Brooklyn that way. You beat Brooklyn by just outscoring outscoring them. Yeah. Right. And and the problem is is that Brooklyn was horrific yesterday or when was it Saturday? Brooklyn was awful. That's what scares me the and most. They still won. If you yeah. look at like Boston should have won that game by at least double digits, and instead they slept walk through that game and yeah. they still do it. And that's what I'm saying is I, I agree with you for the most part. You're right, which is these guys. And look, Doc, I think has the lug. Let's be fair here to Barrett's point. Doc has the luxury should have the luxury of going 10, 11 deep for the first two rounds, taking on right now, Washington, taking on the winner of Atlanta mm -hmm. and New York. You should be able to have that luxury in most games to go 10, 11 deep. And maybe you can prepare kids to play against Brooklyn, but that's where I come back and swing back where I think Harry made that point, which is you're going to have Irving Durant and Harden out there for 35 plus minutes at the same time. And you just can't rely on Shake Milton and and, and Maxi yeah. and guys like that. Yeah. So that's where I think this is an interesting conversation, and the two dynamics meet deeper. But right now, look, the guy can yeah. go fifteen deep. If hey, you got, you got to give him credit because when they were with the second team in there, they actually increased their lead. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, they have a good bench. Yeah. And you know, I mean, Barrett's not pulling this out of his keister here. Mm -hmm. Like they have a good bench. Doc has had it trusted him and. Part of what they were doing closing this season out, I know it took forever finally beating Atlanta or Orlando. Orlando, yeah. But yeah, part of what they were doing was working Maxi for max minutes and working these guys. And he does have trust 10, 11 deep. I just don't know. And maybe we're not there yet, but I just don't know about Brooklyn and Milwaukee then. Look, that Brooklyn game. Oh, but that's all. I, I think right now, yeah, why not go 11 deep? You know? I just think, you know, I, I still think that you're going to have to have some stops because they're not going to stop you. They're just going to let you run, and they're going to let you score. But you got to stop them a little bit. You got to slow them down a little bit. I mean, if you allow Harden to go out there and he not only fills it up for like 30, but he also has 12 assists. Yeah. You know, that's that's where the problem lies, you know, because, I mean, he, he's he's a facilitator now, now those which three makes guys him even more dangerous. Were, were horrendous from the three-point line. Yeah. They were like five for 24 from three, those three guys. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, it, it was, they were eight of 34 overall, mm -hmm. right? They were, those guys shot 24 of them. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another thing too, because we always look at the big three, but Blake Griffin, Jeff Green, there are other guys on that team who are contributing nothing down low. They were four of 15 on shots inside the paint. Yeah. Blake Griffin scored one point in 20 minutes. They still scored 104 <laughs> points with all of that. I know. That, that, that just, like like I said, there is something about Milwaukee gets by on a team that just has their number. I'm not taking anything big from that. It's more like, and I guess this does apply a lot in sports, where it's like, man, that team did everything they possibly could to lose. To lose. And they still won, but not in a last-second bucket, not in a Hail Mary. They won by 11. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. This, Scary. This Nets, the Sixers net series needs to happen. That's all. Yeah. I don't want Milwaukee to ruin this. No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Do you? I, no. I, oh, heck yeah, man. Because Kyrie, man, 
that's that's he's the X factor, man. Kyrie's the X factor. Kyrie's gonna light you up, man. Regardless, he's gonna get his. He's gonna take his. I think, man, we have no one to really stop him. But I mean, we know KD. But you know, he's a volume guy. But I mean, Kyrie Irving controls the game. You know, it, it's going up and down because he's going up and down. He gets the ball and he's pushing it every single time he gets the rock, bro. And if we can stop, we we gotta slow him down some type of way, some type of way. I don't know, man. You, I mean, I you look at it. how bad it was for everybody. They still, well, I guess Harden was the was the lone man out, but they were still around thirty each. So I want to be a, what you're gonna have, right? I want to be a Giannis man so bad. <laughs> I need him, man. I need him. Give me, give me everything you got, bro. Because I mean, I don't want to face the Nets, Brooklyn. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I facing, bro. yeah, Joe Harris plus 22 on the day. Wow, yeah, and how about that? Awful. I mean, this team was brutal. There's something I didn't it. watch that game. Yeah, it was it was tough to watch because Brooklyn, like Boston, I, I don't know, Boston doesn't do it for me. Boston doesn't carry even without Jalen Brown. Well, no, Brown, yeah, yeah, it, it's just it's a tough watch. Tatum is Tatum, but if he's not dropping 50 and there's everybody yelling and screaming. They're just another bad basketball team. So when the Nets were playing down, it was it was a struggle. I mean, you had to have a couple of live in-game bets or maybe a prop or two in order to be sucked into that game, for sure. <laughs> not, not a fun one. So you needed to bet it just well, to watch it. If you did ahead of time, then you were still in there, right? Wow. I mean, the starters got just... It doesn't make sense. It, it does not make sense that the starters got run off the floor. It doesn't make sense that Kevin Durant dropped over 30 points the day that he had. Like, none of the the nets don't make sense. And that's what f- scares me. In, in an NBA season right now, that's wide open, right? We saw Utah last night, Denver earlier, although they don't have Murray, who's clearly a, a huge component of it. That's why I love the Sixers coming in, where it was just you get by Brooklyn, everything's wide open. The Lakers are clearly not the Lakers right now. There's just... I don't know, man. Something well, about Brooklyn that does not make sense, then, and that bothers me. It's hard to go serious with him because you can't concentrate on just one thing to stop. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. What do you stop? How do you stop? What's what's direction? Who who do you double team? You know, who do you want to stop? I, I think it's Kyrie because yeah. Durant's gonna get his. Yeah, he's gonna get his. Well, so you, you talked about. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, and now are the, are the Jazz forced to play him and now in game two since they lost game one? Well, the headline is that he's frustrated, upset. Right. He's been out a while with that Angry. ankle. Yeah, yeah, he's been out like the last 16 games or so, and now Mitchell is reportedly angry at the Jazz for the – and this was a late call. I was doing a show leading up to it, and we were getting people ready for, for lineups – and this thing came out right before six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Late scratch. Yeah, like yeah. what the hell? And, and yeah, you could understand if Mitchell was told during the day. Here's the thing: they win this game, it's not a headline. They right. win this game, it may be a story, but it's probably a story in Utah, and it's probably a story like the fifth or sixth headline on the NBA tab of your favorite sport website. It's not like leading as it is number one right now. You lose to Memphis at home, and yeah, it's going to be the top headline right now. I get that. Was there anything more you wanted to add? There's there's no way that Memphis takes that series, though. Look, without Donovan Mitchell, the Jazz are high. I know that they've had a sample size, but we've seen the myth 
of what the final quarter or third of a season can be if you look at that over the course of the postseason. Mm-hmm. Things tighten up. John Morant has the ball in his hands. He I really love that has- kid. Yeah, he's so much fun to watch. You mentioned yeah. Dylan Brooks, guys who have been playing quality minutes all year. And look, here's another thing, too, where you just don't have much. If you don't have Donovan Mitchell out there, you simply don't have any margin of error for Rudy Gobert, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's truly what's come down to now, which is, you know, Valen Chunis. Chunis. Yeah, like he can't even have double-digit points. He's like, the real Chunis. He is the real Chunis. <laughs> you know, you have to take him that's out of the game. <laughs> he has to be single-digit rebounds, single-digit points if you have to overcome that because even if he, well, he had double-double last night and he was involved and it's like you have no margin of error if, if Spider's out because otherwise you're allowing the big now to be a factor and that's really the only true advantage you have outside of Joel Embiid is a center that should be able to erase people. So, I, look, man, I wouldn't be shocked. Denver, Utah, if we find a way talking about a game seven and one of them out after the first round. Yeah, I could definitely see Portland advance. They've been playing great basketball. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Yep. It's Mello? hard to stop both guards. You want Mellow tonight? Let me tell you something. There isn't a prop bet I feel better than right now than going under 12 and a half points for Carmelo Anthony. Are you kidding me? Oh, you watch. As a veteran player, this is where he takes watch. over. This is where they rely on him. This is where the bets and the books take over. Everybody sees Carmelo Anthony explode. And you know what they see here, Barrett? They see a low number. Mm. And they think 12 and a half. He's going to go over that in the second minute mark of the second quarter. And you know what's going to happen? It's going to be a completely different game. The Nuggets are going to try and slow this thing down. Possessions. You watch. the Neither team will have 100 points halfway through the fourth. Everybody's going to be like, oh, my God. Dame and CJ will have minutes and and points, but it'll be controlled. And we'll look up at Mello, and he's got 10 points on the floor. He's got 10 points with three or maybe two and a half minutes to go. And I'm going to be texting you both like, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Until he misses that final three. And I could say, woo. There we go. So you're going there. That's my night, Barrett. There you go. Wow. Sounds like fun. Yeah. So that's wow. Look into the mind of a better. See, that's wow. what that's what I'm looking at right now. Just See, I, I, twisted. I had, yeah, I had yeah. no clue or or even notion to think like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None whatsoever. It's, it's coming. All right, me either. On the network here, still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Reminder: like, share, subscribe. You want to hit the notification bell so you're not missing anything that's going on here. From Birds 365 in the morning to Dan following us and the middle right there. Smack. Imagine that in the middle. We're back in three on Sports Map Radio. All right, man. I'm telling you. Carmelo. Yeah, we had a situation this weekend. What uh, I see on the stream, Jeff Bruder is outing himself. Wait a second. Not the situation. No. Okay, I thought he made an appearance. No, he's somewhere in New Jersey. That that. Bump. No, they okay. They're back at yeah. it. They're back in effect. Go ahead. I saw that Jeff Bruder followed me on Twitter, and I'm like, "What do you mean he followed me? That means he unfollowed me All at right. some point." All right. So I immediately <laughs> sent him a DM, and uh, he he said it was an accident, a pure oversight. Uh, but I immediately called him out on it. <laughs> I don't miss a trick, Barrett. Like, what do you mean you want? You unfollowed me? 
Well, I got I actually got in trouble, man, um, on Friday for uh, not being on social media again, again. I, I, I try, man, but by who? By my bosses at NBC. Oh, really? So they yeah. want you on there? Yes, they do, oh. and they're 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 getting indignant about it, also. Wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm like you know I I'm looking at you know I'm looking at my yard, my backyard, and then mm-hmm. I'm looking at Twitter. I look at my backyard. I look at Twitter. I right. go to my backyard. That's where I go. So, I mean, I got to get – you got to get on me a little bit, man. I appreciate you getting on me a little bit, man. Tell me. Yeah. I got to get with this, bro. I got to get with it. <laughs> you know, well, they, I, sent, they sent Amy Fadul after me. No way. What do you yeah. mean? Amy, you know, she, she's like my uh, – she, she's my – she's my – she's my, you know – Moral compass? Yeah. She, she tries to push me in the right direction. So, I got a call from – now, B, you know you got to get on Twitter now. You know, but the, the well, what do they want you tweeting? Be? What do they want you tweeting? Anything uh, involved with tweeting NFL because you're the verified account until Barrett, Harry, and I can get verified, and you're less likely to be caught up in the algorithm. So, although Harry has more followers than you, the reality is is that Twitter will prioritize your tweets first. Yeah, I keep losing followers. Exactly, and hundreds people that are verified will see your stuff as well. Yeah. Barrett, therefore. I'm telling you, Fadul's a smart individual. She understands it. Yes, yeah, that's why I say stay center to me all the time. Yeah, Amy, get, we should get Amy on anytime. We should get a lot of your. Uh, let me, you know, let me let me text her. Let me text her. See if she can come on. When you guys want on today, tomorrow. I don't care. It's up to Harry. All right. Live live show prep. I got to get these props in. Stepping out. Props and locks. Up under Mellow, under Joker tonight. The Joker's at 30 and a half points. Are you kidding me? You're going under? Absolutely. I'm smoking that under. Smoking. I might go under Nurkic, too, to be honest with you. He's at 14 and a half. I think, I tell you, this is a, a really, the total's at 227. You're going under there? Sm- yeah, I think this is an under game. I, I really do. Oh, uh, we need Chris Franklin on to do, give us that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the the smooth jazz sound of Chris Franklin. He and Ray Coop. Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, I have a question for you. It's a trivia question. And I know that both of you, I even think Ron Culver knows the answer to this one. Okay, mm-hmm. pretty simple one. Over the last 13 years in Major League Baseball, who is the worst team offensively after being up by two plus runs? Over the last 13 seasons, which team is the worst on the list when it comes to how good you can be, meaning they are awful offensively after getting up? Uh, I'll I'll take a stab at the Philadelphia Phillies. What was that little ah? Uh, Let's go to a Pat rally. Hey Pat, is that is that? Oh, that came up this weekend on the golf course. Good. good. There was many of, of um, um, imitations of Russo yesterday. That <laughs> you just hit us with that ah? Uh, we're talking through it. Philadelphia Phillies. Yes, of course it's the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. Matt Gell provided it. Jason Stark quoted the tweet. I mean, what the hell? Mm-hmm. 
186 with a 277 slugging percentage while holding a two-run lead or better. It's not just the bullpen. That's atrocious. Let's go, Terry. I am so out on the Phillies. Yeah, good. Okay, I don't care if Barrett wears a full uniform. I am not going to pay attention to the Philadelphia Phillies. By the way, that was perfect timing on the break of the network. Yeah, we got to we oh. got to uh, congratulate ourselves. I put this out over the weekend. We just surpassed five thousand subscribers. Yes. Thank Did, you. For everybody. Didn't take very long. Woo! That's amazing here. So it is. Continue man. as you see new people pop in. That's the big thing. Just help us. That's really what we ask, right? But I was disappointed to find out. Ash will tweet for me. That Kwame Brown's YouTube channel has 163,000 subscribers. Well, wow. He just started. Yeah. Yeah. That's because he's he's coming in there as Kwame Brown, Mr. Meltdown. It's called Bust Life, his YouTube oh, channel. That's amazing. About. Yeah. Bust Life? Bust Life. I actually went to it today. He just rips people. He said, I'm tired of getting ripped. I'm going to start ripping. Yeah. That is, you know, bro. That, he, he was I, ripping Char Char Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God. Oh, he's killing him. Yeah, he's, he's killing, killing him. him. Yeah. Stephen A. He's Stephen killing A. Stephen A. Yep. Oh, man, he's ripping him apart, bro. He he won. He won. Pure point Blake, he won. <laughs> <laughs> he won. He probably got millions of dollars for for. For for wanting him to get a podcast going, yeah, it's different. amazing because I haven't thought about Kwame Brown in ten years. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> no, it's been fifteen for me. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't care to look at him when he was playing. So I mean, I'm not a I wasn't a, 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 a Michael Jordan uh, GM type of guy. He didn't really you know woo me over then, so I wasn't really paying attention to what he had going on during that time period. Jeff Bruder says, I thought Dolly Parton would have the YouTube channel called Bust Life. <laughs> not bad. That's not bad at all. And that work, too, right? You can't do like, I don't know, who would be the famous porn star that you would go to, Harry, with like, you know, the 36 double E that everyone, no. you know, she's not having a YouTube channel. Dolly no. Parton works. Because she's actually having that YouTube channel, right? She's not showing anything. It's just, it's just life. Dollywood, man. Yeah, it's just life with Dolly, walking around like that. That's not bad. Not bad. I like it. <laughs> Kwame said, "I'm just a country boy." You guys keep saying my name. Well, mm -hmm. I got something to tell y'all. Then, I mean, he went <laughs> off. Yeah, he talked about everything. I mean, you name it. He was. Oh, I can't. Man, I, I, I hate to do it to. Uh, I hate to do it to. Um, What's his name with with the curly hair? Well, he was calling. What was he calling him? Oh my goodness! Who? Barnes. He. I'm trying to think. Oh, who he was Barnes. talking. Calling Matt Barnes. Oh. Um. I'm like, what <laughs> I forget what he was calling. Calling him. Well, oh, he says a lot of words we can't say on this. Right, on this right, show. right. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he called him. He called him Becky with the pretty hair. Becky, Becky with the good hair. Becky, Becky with, with the, the good, good hair. <laughs> <laughs> Becky with the good hair. <laughs> He's been killing them, man. He's killing them. Oh man, he got into a movie, uh, you know, because Derek Fisher and his and his um ex-wife right are together, man. And oh, he's been killing them about that, man. He been killing them. I mean, really killing them. Becky with the good hair. That's that's classic, man. He is. Woo. 
the hella good hair. <laughs> and apparently Charlemagne apologized to Kwame Brown now. Yeah, because he talked about yeah. his family. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Talk, men and his family were are, 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 are killers, killing their spouses and all that type of stuff. Just just start bringing up stuff from, you know, saying that, you know, you shouldn't mess with him because, you uh, his, you know, his 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 family been known to go crazy and just be killing killing women. Oh, he said that on the radio. No, yeah. he said that his father killed his wife or something like that. And the only reason they called him, he came back to pick his check up. I mean, he went off on him. I'm like, wow, come on, man, come on now. He could get sued for that. Right, right. right. But then he sent it. Then Charlemagne sent a assist. Was it cease and assist or whatever cease and something? Cease order. and desist order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cease and desist order. That means stop it. Right, he's talking about him. It. Right, yeah, he's like, yeah. man, and he went off again on him. He's got one hundred eighty-two thousand followers or subscribers now. <laughs> this thing's going through the roof. Hey, man, he hated to do it to him, but he won it. Well, that's the thing; it's probably not going to last. Uh, is is Kwame Brown going to be a repeat source of content? Content, yeah, yeah. Well, evidently, they love what he had to say. Everything he has to say. Yeah, but after this, I mean, after this whole beef just finally right. fizzles out, what else does he have? That's what right. I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Right. People are going to be sitting there like, all right, when's the next show? Right. 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 And then that's going to be like, man, I'm out. But then he started getting into other stuff. You know, he, he started talking about LeBron James, mm. the how LeBron James able to go out and have fun. But then. You know, you turn around and, and 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 let other people. You know, they go to Magic City and, you know, go have a good steak and they or no the chicken wings, mm. chicken wings, and you know they get suspended for a game. But look, LeBron's able well, yeah. to go to a party. Right. And, LeBron you know, was uh, violated the protocols, the COVID protocols exactly. of the league, and nothing exactly. happened to him. Exactly. They caught you that know. L. <laughs> that's probably what the league did in response like look we can't punish him we might as well keep those sons from winning the game but you can't do that though man you I mean you're gonna what do you you're gonna suspend mo but you can't suspend him right. well that's the thing is you you're right you can't do it I, i'm look i'm more than happy to push this conspiracy theory that the league is unable to punish lebron so instead they no not they didn't that's what i'm saying so instead he media. lost that game they made sure he lost that game. You, my friend, they slipped DeAndre Ayton something. The middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Let's go to a Pat Rally. Hey, Pat, Knicks down by trey young good thing that we got the win here otherwise can you imagine oh. what philadelphia would have been like if bradley beal poured in another 60 points and or if russ West went off yeah, too. yeah all over the place oh they'd be heading for the bridges aton yeah i know things are good right now here. it would be an easy show for us wouldn't it uh-huh oh, it'd been very easy well no that would be an easy show if you have to light up the phones yeah <laughs> right. well yeah. here's the thing 
easy in that regard if the Sixers lose. But since they win, it's kind of like from the phone-driven stuff I've seen, going back to the well of Ben Simmons and how confident people are in mm-hmm. Ben Simmons moving forward. Who but, should ring the bell for game two or well, game that, three? Pat Croce is four, game whatever. Two, now it's game five. Oh, game five would be yeah. the next one. Yeah, now yeah. you'd have to look yeah. at game five. Maybe it's gritty. Is there a game five? I hope not. There right, should be. right. Just, if, if they did what they did, if they do what they did in the way in which they did it, oh, they did, did he? Against <laughs> Russell Westbrook. <laughs> right. And this game, this series is over in four. G. Cobb doesn't think there's going to be a game five. No, <laughs> no, no, over in four. No, but our easy show would be just spending the rest of the day on whether or not the Eagles are going to be in the running for trading for either Deshaun Watson or now Aaron Rodgers, because that's the logical conclusion that everybody's going to reach right now that they find out that Rodgers has not reported to OTAs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, well, Susan Waldman better be there waiting for his return. Is that what NBC Sports Philly is wanting Barrett to tweet about? Well, Aaron Rodgers to the Eagles. That's what they want me to tweet about. I'm not tweeting that. I'm not going out there and saying so. Tell him, Barrett, you tweeted our show. Yeah, but there's no way we get either one of those players. We're not ready to bring in a player like that yet. Well, they got draft picks, though. Yeah. Draft Now's picks. the time, oh. man. They got three first-rounders, potentially. They got two and a possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Two and a possible. Uh, Kevin Kincaid beat you to it. Uh, maybe not. Maybe Kincaid listened and stole content from us. I'm not sure. We have to go to the tail of the tape. Coming up next, all here on the middle. Keep it here. Jacob Media YouTube page. Kincaid put this out three minutes ago. What? Trying to make a list of 100 possible bell ringers for the Sixers, but currently stuck at 71. Okay, so maybe he's been working on this. Just added Joe Cordell and Steven Singer to the list. Steven Singer. Yeah. The Rose. I thought it's I hate Steven Singer. It is. Yeah. Gold Rose. Yeah, yeah, he had Pokemon in here, right, on this list. (laughs) Kate Winslet. I'd love to see her dressed as mare in a flannel (laughs) shirt, you know, walking out there and slamming the bell. Yeah. I'm I'm about to. Who's ringing ringing it? This, um. Pat Croce. Pat Croce. That's why I'm. You know, he's a he's a he's a he's a pirate now. He loves pirates. Oh yeah, he's got well, he's the pirate always, museum. Yeah, yeah, that's why he yeah. went down to Tampa and that area and all. Yeah, so um, a lot of business down there. I'm looking. You know, I'm looking for. I'm looking for a, a house down there, man. I want. I want to get it like a summer house or something down there. Well, who rang the bell for game one? Was it AI? I don't know. No. no. You sure? Uh, I tell you, anything that Croce's involved in, I am smashing. What has that, man? 76. He just has the magic touch. Yeah. He comes back and rings the bell. The Sixers going to win by 15, 16 yeah. points. I agree. Yep. Uh, oh, he's got the guy who flipped the double bird to Russell Westbrook in here <laughs> as a possible <laughs> bell ringer. Kincaid. Oh, I guess the um, Dikembe, the they're did? saying. Matumbo. Yeah, Matumbo, yeah. Yeah. I know he was there, so I guess he rang the bell. I don't know. Are you ready to go heavy? Because B guys? West was uh sitting with him. Yeah. I tell you, that's I right. That's right. I just saw him take a yeah. picture with him. Yeah. I forget uh, what Devontae Smith next? Oh, he already rang the bell. 
We oh, ranked Bell when it was that morning show with me, Bob, Jamie, and Anthony. Yeah. I did too on Breakfast on Broad. Yeah, right, I remember that. that. How about uh, how about Jalen Hurts ring the bell or Nick I Sirianni? Look, there we go. Save these guys. Hold on a sec. You waste a Jalen Hurts in the first round, Harry? What's wrong? No, no, no. I'm just saying future bell ringers. Well, like, you know, for maybe like the Knicks series or something. I think Hurts is more of a, an Eastern Conference. You I think th so? Yeah. Now, I think what you do here to preempt the great mind of Kevin Kincaid is we start building the let's assume this thing goes seven games all right now this is a this is something here let's assume right now the because you want to work in reverse you which, always want to work in which reverse. series the Brooklyn I'm talking series about the NBA finals oh right? okay NBA now I get it in the moment you don't know if it's your last game your last series especially up against Brooklyn or Milwaukee granted but let's look at this here Sixers in the NBA Finals, let's just say it goes seven games. You're going to need now four mm -hmm. NBA Finals-worthy bell ringers. Right. That's not easy. That's top-level talent. Yeah, I don't think you could bring back Ilya Briskalov, Shelton, for that. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from Riley Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know, there is something to that. We were just talking about this in the break, and we remind you here as so we're live on the Jacob Media YouTube page where you can like, share, subscribe. We're back on Sports Map Radio, Philly Voice as well, about needing different levels of bell ringers. That's what they do before each game, home game in Philadelphia 76 or somebody comes out of note of some celebrity and rings the bell and everybody goes crazy. But there is something to it, especially in this area here, where maybe it's not Ilya Brizgalov, but if the Sixers balanced out the positive celebrity bell ringer with some sort of like hated player or figure maybe it is brisgalov i just don't know if he's as popular enough to come back and be the sign of all of the fans like <laughs> hatred and vitriol and all so it's like I, I don't know there would be some balance to that but i'm telling you you guys need an nba finals level of bell ringers in order to start worrying about who's going to ring the bell in the first round because you don't want to waste jalen hurts this early you just you just well, don't, don't you, you want somebody to hate it no, no, I'm just throwing that oh, as a side. Don't you think they're kind of wasting Pat Croce? Yeah. yeah. But I think Croce has – there's something about Co Croce, right? Croce's the guy that sits down at the roulette table and you build towers around him. Like, Well, well right. Do you need that guy, uh, that that good luck charm for the Wizards? Not right now, no. We should we – should, I mean – I think they're kind of wasting him. Can't you use Croce like if you could use Iverson sixty eight thousand times, then you can't use Croce twice. Yeah, it's it, not it, Chris Webber we're talking about. The thrill is gone, man. If if you like, if you wanted somebody's vitriol or, or hatred, I mean, you have to go with somebody like maybe Pete Rose or Lindros. No, when's Nick Foles coming back to ring the bell? <laughs> Well, look, oh, another one too that you would that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Waste Nick Foles in the no. First he's an round. NBA Finals guy. Yes. Now Nick Foles is a Game One NBA Finals set. Absolutely. Can you imagine that building when Nick Foles yeah. walks out there to ring Foles. the bell? Wow. Nickname and all. Yeah. Foles. Foles. <laughs> Foles. That that chant that we not stole, but that we just took. We just bogarted right from the right. bike. Just said, give me that. Debo riding around on the bike. You could hear it squeaking. 
<laughs> just grabbing that chain. Exactly, exactly. And then Red couldn't get his, the Vikings couldn't get their chain in fast enough, right? It's like, hold on, hold on. I need to tuck my Trying to in. tuck it inside the t-shirt. All of a sudden, right. And it wasn't fast enough. It's like, give me that. All of a sudden, the Vikings lost their chant. Yeah, that would be game one for me. I'm now, with Nick. I, I got it. I never liked to, you know, rip Kevin Kincaid, but I kind of have to here. He's got Brett Brown on this list of potential. Well, we, yeah. we don't want Brett Brown anywhere near this. This is a hysterical list. He put Joe Cordell and, you know, <laughs> Steven Singer. Like, this is not a real list. Is, is, is the Gov on there? Probably. No, no, no he's not. No. Dr. Fauci's on there. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Like He's this, everywhere. Yes. This is satirical. And, and that's why Kevin is funny and hilarious and we bring him on here. But no, I, I don't want people thinking that he actually wants Joe Cordell on there. To Inge, the caller. Inge he he wanted to banned from a local radio station. I don't think he really wants. Now, here's the thing. John Shelton brings something up. All right. Nick Foles is one thing. Doug Peterson. I think Doug Peterson is more of an Eastern Conference finals than an NBA finals, only because of how things like it's too soon. If this were five or seven years down the line, maybe. Well, but don't, he was dragged through the mud. Well, what, what about Peterson and Foles together for one of the games? Okay, in the that's finals? that's game one without a doubt. I mean, they are the statue. Yeah, it's the Philly yeah. special for crying out loud. Philly, Philly. Maybe they do that, right? Barrett, maybe they reenact the statue. Like they free before they actually grab the mallet, they walk out from under the hoop right. and you walk to center court and the guy gives you the mallet to hit the bell. So maybe right before they grab the mallet, Barrett, they quickly freeze and reenact the statue. Right. And it's and and Nick is mic'd up. And you Doug's, want Philly Philly? Doug's got the headset on. Yeah. yeah. You want Philly Philly? I'm telling you. That would be great. That would be it. That's, and then that's it. Then you don't have any guests for the rest of, of history. That's it. That ends all guests. <laughs> hey, the streamer has a couple good ones too, man. You know, Charlie Manuel. Yeah, that means that. I love it. But, you know, one guy that, you know, if you look at it, a lot of those players, man, got to give them, pay them homage. Sam Hinkie. We would not have him be without Sam Hinkie. They would never bring Sam back. No, I right. think Hinkie wouldn't come back. Where is he, he right about? now? He's out know. in San Fran being a, out in Palo Alto in a think tank. Yeah, well, he's a consultant <laughs> and, yeah. and doing stuff. Look, he's he's definitely made a name for himself. I just don't think the organization maybe maybe you would get recognition in that regard, but mm -hmm. to that level of it. And I, I think it still irks ownership, to be honest with you, that Joel Embiid. I mean, you hear it when he's on the line. Trust the process. Trust the process. Mm -hmm. He always mentions in some capacity, if given the chance in conversation with Sam and and what Hinky meant to him and his career, believing in him and bringing him in. And, and I think it just irks it, man. Like, you know, man, you've seen the politics work from the inside, from a locker room now, just being on the outside and seeing it from a distance with all sports, especially in the NFL. There's just something I think like this spot in the vision from the ownership more so than anything else, where it's like, they want to walk that line of not vilifying the man. But remember, the NBA is also the, the league that came in and demanded that they fire Hinky. Right. And they well, bowed and said, sure. 
We'll do whatever you – we'll bring in Brian Colangelo. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we should have a quartet. We should have a quartet in the NBA Finals. We should have well, a quartet of guys. Sure. Well, we, we, I mean, how about, you know, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, Ryan Howard, and uh, um, maybe uh, the pitcher. was the pitcher? Brad Lidge. Oh, even Brad Lidge. Yeah. Cole Hamels. Or well, Cole yeah, Hamels, one of those yeah. two. That'd be a nice little foursome. Lidge did go, you know – 48 for 48 that year. Right. And you also have to bring, if we're bringing guys back for that year, then you'd have to bring back Jason Worth. Yeah. So, yeah. He's hated now, though. I don't know if they That's can bring the him thing. back. Why not? Yeah, Victorino. Victorino. <laughs> yeah, and I don't understand why he's hated. I mean, he was offered $127 million. $127 million. Harry, would, would you hit him with the, I hate to do it to you. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I would have left too. Yeah, absolutely. What did the Phillies offer him? Like 75? Not right. enough. I can tell you that. A little over that. I think it was like 78, wasn't it? Yeah. I'd go I'd, play I'd for China for 175, <laughs> $127 million. Well, no question. Yeah. No question. You'd have Guaranteed to, to? The conversion rate on that. Are you getting paid? What currency are you getting paid in? See, in, that, the, in, in the, the yen. Of a better. Okay. That's the mind of a better yeah. right there. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, man. Look, a lot of people for a while didn't want to play in Canada. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, no, nah, I want to play in the States. So it's, it's right, right. the pendulum switches with the dollar bill and, and the yen. You know, that's another it, thing. It know. means a lot, man, especially like even with players. Players hate going to play in California. Say Facts. what you want to say. You go to California when you're yeah. at the end of your Facts. season. Yeah. You've, you've played. You made your money. Yeah. That's when you want to go there. If you're not looking to make any more money, you go to California. If you want to keep your money, you go to Florida, Texas, Texas mm -hmm. you know, places like that. Nice. You don't come to Philly either. Philly kills you with the city wage tax. It's awful. It's oh, brutal. It's one of the worst it. in cities that I've lived in, and I've lived and moved around in a bunch. And it's it's like a major deterrent for anybody that works in the city. To, it's like they're trying to physically keep you inside the city. And you know what? That, that That's nervous, man. I don't, I can't get with nervous behavior from my city officials. You know, I can't have my city officials all freaked out and nervous and enacting policy as a result of that. But it's like, <laughs> oh my God, people are not going to live in the city unless we charge them a ridiculous rate as a deterrent. But you're right. It's astronomically high. And no question, man. more than a lot of other ones. Man, even even to buy a soda, it costs you you know twenty five cent more to buy a soda now. You yeah. know what I mean? Come on, man! It's it's ridiculous. The city of Philadelphia on the taxes that they're paying right. We have to pay right now. Ridiculous, ridiculous. I know. I I um since you know with this COVID thing, I did a lot of my work from from home. Mm -hmm. That I got away with not paying a lot of city wage tax, but I still had to pay it on my check. But I had to send like this little slip, and they they they're, they're going to refund me the city wage tax that i paid for because i wasn't working in the city hmm. so that's oh, so they, nice they took it out and now they yeah. got to refund it to you yeah 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 well you let us know when you get that money i, I you know it's supposed to have been like three months ago <laughs> uh, yeah. i haven't got it yet yeah oh my goodness <laughs> they, yeah. they probably they gonna, gonna send a letter in the mail are they gonna they're apple gonna pay you they're gonna send in the mail to us, i hate to do it to you right <laughs> sorry barrett it's unbelievable Hey, real quick, just to mention this, because we did t talk about Aaron Rodgers and this report now that he's not at OTAs and everybody going crazy. It's the opposite, by the way, in Seattle. So it looks like we can remove the Seahawks and Russell Wilson from any type of trade rumors. It looks like they've, quote, made up mm. 
And according to Albert Breer, Wilson is once again committed to the Seahawks after the team promised a, quote, new offensive philosophy led by their new head offensive coordinator. Pardon me. And that Who, philosophy is, hey, man, we'll do what you want. We're you not going to put everything Philly? on your back. <laughs> Philosophy is you want Philly, Philly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Russell Wilson wants. I mean, think about it. it. At this point, and you can argue the merits of it, the morals of it, whatever the hell it is. But at this point, Russell Wilson is like, okay, I don't need to be here anymore. Mm. We're not winning. or well, we are winning. I mean, look, they won, what, 11, 12 games last year? I mean, they won the damn division last year. For the past couple of years. I, I think it's more so um, – their ability to protect him. I mean, they, they're not investing in the offensive line as much as they should. And that's been his problem. They haven't been trying to protect him. He's going out there playing his heart out, but they're getting him crushed. Shane Waldron is the offensive yes. coordinator. Shane Waldron from came where? from the Rams. Okay. So he, you know, he was with McVay. You want to know what it is, the coma? Yes. That's what it's going to be, man. Let this man just call everything and do everything and, yeah, you're right. They traded for Gabe Jackson on the line. They drafted the kid Eskridge, right? From uh, right in the first round. I know it was late, but it just it, you know, you start to look around and you think, okay, well the Packers, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the Packers are doing if they're playing chicken or if they're truly scrambling right now or if they've moved on and they just don't want to be the bad guy, quote, in public opinion. Whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But clearly, and this is what you do. Right. This is what you do. You do everything you can to keep a quarterback, the quarterback that you want, the quarterback that, you know, the quarterback you can rely on, the freaking MVP candidate and Russell Wilson every year. So I don't know if if this is something with Green Bay or not, but at least Seattle recognizes it on the surface. If they don't appease this dude, he's going to leave. Like. Think about this. If Russell, if it came, if push came to shove, do either of you guys think like if Russell Wilson's bluff was called, do you think either of you honestly think that Wilson would say, okay, I'm out of here? Of course he would. Yeah, he would. Yeah, of course he would. So they're not playing with him like that. They understand they got to relinquish a little bit of that uh, say so to him. You know, he's been a good soldier up until now. So they have to, man. Yeah, and, Eskridge. And like said, they drafted Eskridge, a wide receiver from Western Michigan. <laughs> he's no joke. That was he's he's good. Second round pick. Yeah. Hmm. No, we'll I thought see. they took him in the first round. I apologize. No, it was number fifty six overall. Okay. There you have it. Yeah. Well, Peter King is not happy with the Philadelphia Eagles being projected as anything higher than a bottom tier rebuilding team. I saw that on Bleeding Green from BLG. And I thought to myself when I saw that, hey, I thought we've already done that 50, 60 times over in this city. Right. Is this earth shattering new? No, not Melissa Etheridge. No. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something new. No, no, no. What's old is new, I guess. I don't know. We got to take a quick one here. It's the middle. A lot happening in the final 35 minutes as we'll revisit something that happened beyond the amazing performance of Phil Mickelson, continuing the year of the geriatric. And anytime LeBron James wants to step up and follow in their footsteps of Phil, and then before that, Tom Brady, go ahead. And also something that you might've missed outside of the world of sports that I want to throw at the fellas here before we get out of here. It's the middle on Jacob media, YouTube, new people popping in. We see it like subscribe, share You're late. 
So hit the notification bell, and therefore you know right away shows are starting, and you can slide right in there. A lot happening here in the final 30-35. Keep it here. It's the middle. Jacob Media YouTube, Philly Voice, and Sports Map Radio. All right, we're back in three here. What do you mean, what's up with my camera? What is he saying? What's up with my what, Nothing happened to my camera. Earlier on, it did. Something happened. Really? Yeah, it was a little. It was. Oh, on. yeah, yeah. There's something going on here. I don't know. They're, they're working outside, and the Ethernet keeps, like, switching. It's mm-hmm. stupid. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Got to give a uh, happy birthday shout out to Dom Lewis on the stream. Happy birthday. 34 today. Wow. You know who turned 80 today? Who's that? Bob Dylan. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Hey, I hear uh, Taheem Hilton talking about some homes in Connecticut. Bruh. Here's the Aton show. Everything in Connecticut is Brooke expensive. Everything. Days. All right. What happened here? Dom Lewis, I see. I saw you guys talking, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Do you guys know who was born on your birthdays? What? Who are other famous people? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did that. I forgot. 
hey, speaking of birthdays, what's the first scene that comes in your mind if I say the most famous birthday scene in a movie? Any birthday movie. scene. Yep. Nothing well, comes to mind. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you guys birthday. not watch movies? Yeah, but I'm trying to think of a birthday scene in which, which... like a, a famous birthday scene in the movie. Well, birthday scene that I saw was uh, that I'm thinking about was a uh, Eddie Murphy movie where he's like a babysitter or something like that. I remember a birthday scene there. That's probably the only one. I've... But Daddy Daycare. Yeah, Daddy Daycare. Yeah. Wow, you guys, man. Wow. Like, I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty surprised that of that question, the net answer is Daddy Daycare. Shame <laughs> on both of you. Hey. Goodness. Seriously, shame on Barrett for the answer, and shame on you for letting it happen. Right? <laughs> I think a birthday. I think a kid. So I mean, birthday. how about? Yeah. No, I mean that's embarrassing. <laughs> Double N, what's up? That's that's embarrassing. <laughs> the, the first one that came to my mind, actually, it's one actor, but it's two movies. And oh, hold on, with, hold on, hold on. Let me think of this. One. Hold on, hold on. One actor, two movies. Two, Michael two Douglas. Movies. No, two birthday scenes that he absolutely destroyed. That he was that he was great. That he steals the steals the scenes. All right, hold on, hold on. Two movies. Same actor. Same actor. Uh John Candy. No, that's a good guess though, but that's I mean very far off. Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Okay. Well, Go clearly on. one Go of the most school. famous scenes in one of the most famous movies that Will Ferrell has ever been in, and I don't even think he was even top three funny. In that movie is where he has the dart in his neck, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Oh, that's out back in the backyard, right? Actually, yeah. Let me yeah. rephrase what I said. It's one movie, two birthdays in the same movie. Oh, Ferrell. okay. Okay. You got a dart in your neck, man. Yeah, yeah. And he starts freaking real slowly. Yeah, the and then he, doesn't he fall in the pool? Yeah. You're crazy, man. Yeah. You, I, I like you, man, but you, you're crazy. <laughs> You remember that, Barrett? No, I, I no. remember that. Yeah. Oh, what movie is this? That's old, old school. school. Oh, it's a You're classic. a movie guy. The other birthday scene is uh, what uh, Mitch Mitch Palooza. That's right. Yeah, Mitch Palooza. Going streaking. That's right. We're going streaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and him trying to rub up on Snoop all naked. That's right. No, you are one hundred percent right. I still think the tranquilizer gun may be one of the craziest, funniest things that I've ever seen in a theater. Where I, I just, and you know, clearly I'm in an altered state as is. But yeah. just think about how funny that. Like, I, I, don't, I remember sweating. I was laughing so hard. See, now I got to, I got to quibble with you there. You say you're in in an altered state when you're always in that state. It's no longer an altered state. No, there are plenty of times in which I'm not in that state. Trust me. Name one. Altered, give me, give me one. Uh, no, you know, Harry, Harry, to your point, when, when I come not down in that state, right? That's the altered state. Right, right. Okay, yes. The altered yeah, state is the sober state. Yeah, there, there are times in which I need to be sober. I'll give you one yesterday. Okay, you tell me. If I were to paint a picture and say or ask you before I even paint the picture, give me a scenario in which being one guy in a room or area full of 300 women would be an absolute nightmare. The only guy in a room of 300 women would be an absolute, or and I shouldn't say nightmare. That's not true. That's not, true. it was a lot of fun and I, and I blast doing it, but so not, it was a bridal shower. shower or something. Exactly, baby shower. Exactly. Yeah. So wrong word. There was a nightmare. I had a blast and it was a lot of fun and all, but I'm saying like, not, not the 
fantasy that, you know, porn mind Harry would immediately go to. Or <laughs> right. But that's, that's all I mean is, you know, there are plenty of times in which I, I can't be. Now, I, that doesn't mean that I didn't have a beer and a shot of Jack or maybe a double shot of Jack. Oh, wait a second. You, when didn't, I walked uh, in. you didn't take a hit of the pen before no. you walked into this party? No, that's, I, that's I, your no. fault. Well, that, that's on you. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, that's I a bad a, job out of you. Right. right. I had a I had a log. I had a Lagunitas and a double shot of Jack as soon as I walked in. That set double the tone. Shot of Jack. <laughs> that set the tone. What else do you want from me? All right. Bro, you got to come in. You got to. I mean that it, that at least puts you on your friendliness. You know that you'll be friends. Then hmm. a lot of times I don't even like them. I only want to be around them. Let alone at a baby shower, though. Yeah. Around who? Friends. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like the wife's friends? Yes. Yeah. No, no. I mean, this was family. It was was a lot of people. It was all outside. Where was this? At Huntington Valley. That's what I thought. I mean, it was gigantic. You know, her Mm -hmm. mom set it up. It was really cool. It was awesome to see. And there were so many great people that from the club to family to friends and all. So I'm there just, you know, doing the being there for her, of course. Um. But that's one of the examples I was giving you. So mm-hmm. there okay. you have. If There's I have one, that's that, the one. Yeah. Now I, I need to get back to this though because you guys truly dropped the ball here. I thought I could just hand this over to you, and there would be more answers here. Do you not remember the most famous pancakes ever to be made on any big screen? Uncle Buck making those gigantic pancakes for was it Miles or Miley? One of the two. Yeah, I don't even know if I saw that movie. What about the birds? It's one of the most famous scenes. It's Kathy's birthday, and they had this huge bird. It's Hitchcock. You guys are out. Seriously, I'm going back to my charcuterie, whatever the hell you call this. What? I don't know. Where are we going? I'm out of here. You guys. You guys. Wow. I got nothing. I've had enough. What's eating Gilbert Grape? How about that? How about 13 going on 30? You didn't see that movie? No. Are we in break? Now we are. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.
Might have to roll here now with this. Mellow moved up. 72%. Damn. What happened? I'm just looking at the the cruncher here for the likelihood of a couple of these bets. And Mellow keeps coming right to the top under. There was a birthday scene in Falling Down. The whole movie is essentially him getting to his the birthday. But was there an actual birthday scene? Um, was there a scene that he, where they were celebrating and he just wasn't there? Didn't did? Uh, I gotta watch that movie again. I think that there was, like, they were at the party and and that's where she, I don't know. It was a birthday party in Schindler's List. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I never saw that movie. Yeah. He's, uh, I wouldn't say it's one of the most famous birthday scenes in a movie. By means. I'll tell you what it is, though. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Willie Wonka in a chocolate factory. The O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Um, you don't think that's a great, that's a, that's a great movie. Scene. The chocolate factory, but no, I, what, in the beginning? Well, when he gets the golden ticket, when he gets it for his birthday, when he's with his grandparents, okay. they're laying in bed. He gets the ticket. I'll give you that as an honor. Pops goes with him. Yeah. All there's, right. I mean, there's been like a Willy Wonka revival of late. Well, it's <laughs> Charlie in the Chocolate Factory is, is the actual name of the movie. All right. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Charlie yeah. But but you're right. Because of Willy Wonka, everybody yeah. has now called it. And I think that even some playoffs of it with Wonka. That's not a bad pull, Barrett. I, I don't think that I don't think that's terrible. That was his birthday, right? That it yep. happened? Yep. Okay. It's like a Willy Wonka and some commercial that's running right now. And then the iPhone, uh, that purple iPhone commercial. Isn't that a reference to Willy Wonka? The song in that commercial? Isn't that from that movie? iTunes or iPhone? No, the new the iPhone 12 commercial. Yeah, well, to you know, the, to the original version that was made in the 70s. Right. Okay. Uh, that one. That one's Willy Wonka and the Charlie uh, Chocolate Factory. The newer one with Char- uh, Johnny Depp. Right. I believe that's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ah. Right. And that's what's been. I worked in a chocolate factory once. And Gene Wilder is the ghost. Well. Yeah, Gene Wilder. Should, it's like Michael Keaton. They or uh, not Keaton Bale after that, like. They should never have made new Batmans like they should not have remade Willy Wonka. Like there was nothing wrong with Gene Wilder doing it. That's fine. Just let it be, man. Right. You know, let it be. But no, you're I, right. That's. I worked in a chocolate factory cool, once. Too. Get out of here. In, in oh, Hershey? No, not in Hershey. It was in West Reading. There's a lot of candy that was made in Reading and West Reading back in the day. Mm-hmm. This was Palmer Chocolates. And I was on the like the line as they they, they made these like little chocolate like uh, hard choc- dark chocolate buds. They were really good, but I was on the line and I'd have to pick out the bad ones and just throw them, toss them aside if they were deformed or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there the whole day, just having all this chocolate just streaming by and just knocking this one out, this one's out, <laughs> this one out. And then you eat one. I ate so much damn chocolate. <laughs> 
Aton would have loved that job. No, man. He's so obsessed with chocolate. <laughs> I, I think at some point the stomach ache. Right, right. Wait a second. I, I, are you sure it was his birthday? The yes, day it was his birthday because had... he, he went and he got the he got the um he got the uh the chocolate bar for his birthday and he opened it and there was nothing in it. So he went and got another one. And, you know, he starts walking home and, you know, he gets the ticket and he opens it up. He got like a quarter or something. Open, he found a quarter or something, opened it up and had the golden ticket in it. So, no, go home, go home, go home. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Just making sure. Because that's strange. I, I looked at, tried to find two other one of these rundowns, lists, whatever other term that they have because it's like clicking and stuff. And it should be on there. I mean, it's. I think it's more famous then especially if you look at what it meant to the movie but that's actually a pretty good one all right now you're starting to add a little redemption to <laughs> the first answer you, you did say michael douglas that that's a pretty birth that, that's a pretty famous birthday movie right there the game the game yeah, the game. yeah. yeah. thank you yeah that wasn't difficult right that was I mean, that was a good movie yeah well honestly yeah. that might be right up there at the top okay yeah. here's another one for you because this movie is constantly argued about, but from a different point of view, about whether or not it's a holiday or Christmas movie specifically. But, And I have to give my guy Terry McBride from Awesome Oak credit for this because he coined the phrase that if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, which Aton, I believe it is, then it's also a birthday movie. Pretty famous birthday in that as well. Hmm. So I think Die Hard is up there for in this category at least that you would have to put there. Yeah, I'd agree with you. 91 LS extras, 16 candles. It was only the it was only in the name 16 candles. Right. Well, that's movie. that's probably going to be up there with the game. Right. Up there as as because the whole movie is the birthday, right? right. It's right. the whole movie. Is that an Anthony Michael Hall flick? I believe he was in that. You know, that's that's back with um what's his name who did all those movies? Yeah, the director yeah. Uh, yeah, from Anthony Chicago. Yeah, was in that, correct. Yeah. That's one of them, uh, Molly Ringwald's yeah. finest. Now, I'm a little <laughs> disappointed that you guys all, and I think the stream missed this one as well, but I'm pretty disappointed that the end of The Godfather 2 did not make its appearance. It's a flashback, and it's oh, Titanic. Yeah. It's when, you know, young Don at the birthday, Michael introduced, right, with the war. I mean, there's a lot of things happening yeah, at uh, at that flashback at the end of the movie, and it's one of the most famous movies of all time. So right, I but it's just so dominated with other themes that the hey. birthday kind of is way down the list. I don't know though. I I feel like the birthday is is a very compelling part of that movie at the end. I mean, you, you know, it's the last real moment of anything positive in that series before you're hit with Godfather Three, which is like that was awful. Over the head with the yeah, exactly. That was awful. My, uh, John Hughes is the guy you were thinking Hank. of. That's the director. My, um, my pops, one of, one of the movies he loved. I mean, he loved this movie. And, you know, The Jerk. Yes. Oh, Steve he Martin. loved it. And he, he had a birthday before he went out. That's my pops. My mom, you know what I'm saying? God soul. But that was one of his oh, man. favorite movies. Now, what was it? The jerk. It was like tuna fish, right? And mayo that he had on his birthday. <laughs> As grandma would would what a soda or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Like I could tab. go for some of that right now. Mayo and tuna and a tab, I think. Right? What was the soda? <laughs> yeah, <it's> a... <laughs> Boy, that Steve Martin, man. 
What was that that he used to eat? That's hilarious. What a pull. Look at that. You have totally not just redeemed yourself, Barrett, but are dominating this. What's him? That's my pop. That was my pop. My pop's favorite shows, man. Yeah, tuna fish on white bread with mayo, a tab, and a couple of Twinkies on his birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> tab soda? Yes. Tab Not soda. Tab Ramos. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think that's about it. I don't know wow. if there's anything else that we missed, but Jeez. Ron Culver is going to throw Bill Bilbo Baggins' birthday in this, but I don't think you guys are ready for that. So. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, oh, yeah? You remember that? Yes. Are you a Lord of the Rings guy? I'm the Hobbit. Of course he I is. I'm definitely a Hobbit, bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. 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 That's right up Barrett's alley. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet Barrett has seen all the Harry Potter movies, too. Yeah, I have. But see, that, 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 was, uh, that one right there was um, they went fishing. And it was the other guy's birthday. And he gets killed on his birthday trying to get the ring. Hmm. Oh, not Bill. He got the ring. Yeah, he got the ring. And. No, Bilbo killed him. Okay, for the ring. Yes, for the ring. Yeah, got it, got it. Nice. That's when it all started. That's when Look the, at that. the I mean, that's, that's when the funny music came out because he saw the fish and kind of catch the fish and went down and got the ring. Gotta say, I'm I'm pretty impressed right now <laughs> with wow. the level and the depths in which you went to answer this question. Uh, I did, especially after the first one. I did not did not say that at all. Real quick, because we talked about this in the break, and I was willing to push this conspiracy theory. Charles Barkley has since come out and criticized the NBA. Quote, the NBA ain't got the balls to bleeping suspend LeBron James, adding mm -hmm. that, quote, if it was a nobody, they would have put him in health and safety protocols. And we know that he violated the protocol. His Lobo 1707 tequila brand for some party or event mm -hmm. and still wound up playing. And I think the only way it makes sense, for me at least, is I agree with Chuck. Like, I think you guys, I agree with you guys as well on this league. But there was something, like the NBA, I think this was the only way they could control it, is to come out and make sure that the L.A. Lakers weren't going to get calls, weren't going to get anything. It wasn't LeBron slowly at the end of the third or start of the fourth, down double digits, battling his way back with the help of refs. It was the Suns are going to win this game. And they know that people are going to talk. They know that Stephen A or Kellerman or whoever the hell in the morning is going to say, is this it for LeBron James? Yeah. Well, there is a little bit of a ripple effect. And so yeah, so you're saying that you're saying that they mess with the integrity of a basketball game the powers in, or, in order to levy punishment on LeBron James. You just said earlier in the show that you think the NBA did the exact same thing without motivation of punishment and all of that absolved. I'm just saying the exact same thing with the Bucks, making sure Milwaukee was not going to lose that game, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's plausible to you that the NBA could step in without any exterior motive, why wouldn't it work with exterior motive? Fair point. I don't know. Fair point. I mean, Lou Williams, come on, man. You're going to suspend so the guy? We're going to get some chicken wings. Come on now. I mean, he's probably eating them by himself. Social distance away from the strippers. You know what I mean? LeBron, what? He was right there front center with the liquor. Yeah. You know, at least Mo was, you know, social distance. Nothing. Come on, man. Wow. No. Was there even I mean, Lou? I keep saying Mo. Lou. Lou Williams. 
You can't do that, man. You can't have that. You what was the name of that uh, magic? Magic City. City. Is that was that magic where you got City yeah. shaking, trying to pay the rent. <laughs> you can order Magic City wings on the line, like you can. You can. <laughs> yes. I got a text, by the way. Yeah, from our program director in Houston, Craig Larson, and I forgot to respond to this. He got a box of Pat steak shipped to him. And oh yeah, really? Yeah. This and it says this is our only store in South Philadelphia, Ninth and Wharton, owned and operated by the original Oliveri family, Pat since 1930s, and mm. yeah, you can get them shipped right from store. I'm telling you, I was not a big fan of those. Well, no, but I'm just saying, you know that that's at least Craig making the effort to get. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, there is a hilarious set of picks that are going out. And it's right in line with that. I almost I want to get it and put it up here because basically uh, I, I don't know in what capacity or, or what the interest is right now. I don't fake to feign political interest in a lot of things, but it looks like there was an interview with the remember that guy, Andrew Yang. Yeah, he was uh, he's running, running for, for mayor of New or mayor of New York. Is it mayor? Or, I thought I didn't know if it was mayor or president. Well, he ran for president. He was on the the, the early ticket and then okay. he dropped out. But now he's running for mayor in New York, I believe. Correct. OK, so there was this hilarious picture here where he was being interviewed mm-hmm. and he was asked on the interview. So he's running for something in New York, right? Yeah, mayor. Yes. And he was asked in this interview what his favorite subway stop is in New York, right? Mm. And he gave you the per. I'm going to pull this up here. He gave you the most perfect. I just retweeted it out there. So Jules at the city of Jules, who I guess wrote writes for Rolling Stone. This is the perfect. I don't live or know anything about the city in which I'm running for public office. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you you cannot say uh, it, this would be like running for mayor in Philadelphia and then respond or in responding what your favorite cheesesteak is with Pat's or Gino's. Like it's mm-hmm. one thing to be outside the city and doing all that, but it, it's another thing to hit with the biggest tourist trap right in the history of tourist traps here in Philadelphia outside of the Liberty Bell. So th- that's what I'm saying. Now, look, you can't say this in the answer here, but if you can look at it, He's asked, okay, what's your favorite subway stop? Mm -hmm. And he says, just so happens to be Times Square. Times Square is like the mall of Manhattan, right? And she says, your favorite subway station is Times, because she knows right away. I don't know what it is, but she knows right away. Like, what What are you talking about? Your favorite cheesesteak spot is Gino's? Really? And he says, sure. Like, What's not to like? <laughs> I have to be honest with you. Oh. You may not find a better example of getting caught running for an area that you clearly have no idea about. Right. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. I thought that was hilarious, especially because it happens to us all the time. People come in and they try to pander and say, you know, mm-hmm. that's fake from Pats, man. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you I'll what. I'll tell you what, man. Pats. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right, we'll wrap the hour coming up. It's the middle. We've got OT still. And I mentioned this one thing that will sneak in props related before we get out of here. 
on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Reminder to like, to share with new people popping in. Spread the word. And we're back in three on the network. All right. We got one more break here. There. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Mark McCloskey's pointing out uh, some things here about Barrett's reference to the Lord of the Rings. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, it's Smeagol. Smeagol and Deagle? Yeah. When yeah, Smeagol yeah. became Gollum. That yeah, sounds like yeah. a German rock band. Please? Yeah. Smeagol and Deagle, like Hasselhoff. It opens up for Hasselhoff. Now, Gollum, now- Gollum is a uh, in a Led Zeppelin lyric, too. Oh, is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. The song Ramble On has a reference to Gollum. Yeah, yeah Gollum, Gollum uh, had the ring for so long, man. He just turned into a, uh, the Gollum creature. Hmm. Going over. Say CJ McCollum over rebounds. I like it. Telling you, got these props up and ready, ready to go. I'm gonna hit you with a bunch in overtime. Props, I, yeah, I got some props, not locks, but just right. props. 
All right, just props. Now, should we hear from the big fellow before we get out of here? Just yes. let the world know what he sounds like in case people didn't remember. And B draws the double and drills it. I mean, seven feet, one dribble, fadeaway jump shot at the elbow. <laughs> Pete is so talented. This is amazing. Because, so that was Marv on the call there, huh? Yeah, Marv and Mark, right? No. Was that Grant Hill? That sounded like Grant Hill. Yeah, it was Grant Hill. Yeah, so. because I was watching the local broadcast. Right, me too. It was great. Local broadcast was a lot of fun watching that. Zoom off treasure and Allah is really good too and then yeah. look they, they captured the crowd really well yep you no know, they let the crowd breathe a lot which is tough in a fast-paced game but i was really impressed with the broadcast local yeah I, I like the way Allah. he doesn't just talk about what the player is doing but he's also giving you um you know what's going on with with you know fans you know what what the coach is thinking about you know during this point in the game and i mean that's what i really noticed you know that coaching has a lot to do with how they won the game yesterday mm -hmm. i mean yep. a lot to do with it you know absolutely all right thanks ron we are back on the network tomorrow overtime of the jacob media youtube page and beyond coming up next we're back in 30. football in philadelphia is a lifestyle a passion from birth and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. All right. Overtime here. Jacob Media YouTube page. Right. Remind you to like, to share, subscribe. And the notification bell reminds you every time that we and other shows are going live here on the page. And I did see the the Peter King thing. Outside of that, it seems like it was pretty quiet, which is not a bad thing for the Eagles over the weekend, right? There wasn't anything major. I saw Ryan Kerrigan arrive to the facility, so that's huge news. Yeah, right? yeah. Peter King, what he put him in the bottom five. Yeah, like we've done for the yeah. past, I don't know, six months, right? <laughs> and look, how could you not? Until they, that's not a negative. No, but I think it is interesting though because he used a term to describe what this year will be for the Eagles, and I think that tells you what they're saying in the front office and how they're referring to it. They're not going to tell the fan base that they're retooling, rebuilding, or anything. A bridge year was the mm -hmm. term that was used, and I think he got that from them. He absolutely did. Yes. They trust him enough to give him the information they needed articulated to us. Right. But that's so the way they're wording it. Yeah. 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 Like, it, you uh, know, it, we're trying to link the coaching staff with the players we have to see what we have, and then we'll get into it mm -hmm. and back into the winning uh, once we get, you know, after we trade tools. for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> right. When I hear bridge year, normally it's it's a quarterback. It's Teddy Bridgewater, mm -hmm. right? It's somebody like that who's bridging the gap. Right. It's worst case scenario, you know, Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. I would go Winston over Hill, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, when I hear bridging, right? 
that's that's what I hear is okay, you know, there's got to be something with it beyond just the obvious lack of quarter confidence in the quarterback, right? I mean, it's not really the uh, confidence in the quarterback. It's more so. That's what I'm saying, though, Barrett. Real quick, is is that normally when you hear bridging the gap outside of Harry, who immediately goes to that famous Black Eyed Peas album that he loves and has on repeat, <laughs> it's usually a quarterback. It's like a team with a quarterback bridging. So, what's this a bridge year to if we're led to believe that they truly are confident? in Jalen Hurts. Like, what's being bridged? I don't right. understand that. That's what I'm saying. Because normally it would be the quarterback. Yeah. But yeah. we all look at Jalen and think, how could you write this kid off right now to say that it's a bridge year? Yeah, and, you know, we don't think that he's bad. We don't know how good he can be. Mm-hmm. But we also know that the defensive backs aren't good. And how can you compete in the division when their receivers are good? So, you know, I think defensively there's more question than even at the quarterback position for me mm. and what I'm thinking. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, yeah. I, I see, I see more of a, you know, of a rebuild in the secondary and in, in, in on defense period than I do on the offensive side of the ball. I think we're stacked at offensive line. I think we're stacked at tight end. I think we're stacked at the uh, wide receiver position. Now I think we're okay. We can go out and compete with anybody with those facets, the quarterback position, I think in due time, you know, we'll see what type of system they run. But defensively, no matter what system they run, if we don't have guys that can cover, it's you know, we'd be hard-pressed to say this defense could be any good at all. And I don't know. I mean, I, I just got to see. And like I said, I, I love Avante Maddox. I like the way he plays, but he's better suited to be in the inside where you can use that athletic talent, be that feisty type of player in there. It's just mm-hmm. hard for a guy that small to go against the 6'4", 6'3", wide receivers that usually line up on the outside. Well, and and that's what they're saying this guy yeah. they got from the Jaguars is is Absolutely. like. They, they say he's basically Avante hey. Maddox, right? Tebow? Same size. No, the cornerback that they oh. picked up a week ago. I thought that was Tebow. He switched <laughs> Tebow. Yeah, Tebow's playing corner. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> He's in special red zone defense packages. They're gonna they're gonna cut him. They're gonna cut him for uh for tight end. Now he's gonna come right back out as as a linebacker. Linebacker. I, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't mean to open up that door. I'll shut it immediately. You may continue. Uh, you may continue. I don't know. I I don't know. This whole thing doesn't make sense. Like here's another thing that doesn't make sense. Right. The other thing is, oh, by the way, I I just see somebody that I follow put out a screenshot of them getting a response. Hello, thanks for submitting your request to have your account verified on Twitter. Oh, Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it hasn't hit for me yet. Has it no. hit for you? Well, where would you look? Would you go under the more? I think so, the more. And then I don't know after that. Yeah, right. Uh, me either. Help I mean, Center, maybe? Help Center? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at the help center fleets, not Van Fleet or On Fleek. I guess that phrase died pretty fast, huh? What fleets? No, On Fleek. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> what happened to that? Oh, I'm glad. I think people. Yeah, I think people realized what they were saying. Like, right. oh, hold on, man. Let's just go back to dope and stuff that kind of makes right. with our parents and and everything like that. You know. That stuff was out there for like a singles length, and that was it. Verified. No, I don't know, Harry. I don't know where you would find it. Verified accounts. Where is that? Uh, On the help center? 
Yeah. That's all right. We don't need to waste people's time on this one. I'm just curious if it popped out there by any means. Now, I have Mm. something new here that I'm rolling with when it comes to player props tonight. Okay. Okay. You ready ready for this? This is a brand new revolutionary way of doing it. And I'm trying to get them on board with us so I don't have to skirt around it all and, and we can actually have a partnership with them. But I have access now to the site that I'm working on that is totally like heavy DFS. They're doing some betting stuff, but total DFS stuff. And it was created by this guy's won millions as at one point the top fantasy player in the world, in the entire world. So all of his optimizers and crunchers and everything will predict who's going to have what. Like I have it right down to Tyler Hero points to Kendrick Nunn assists. So if you combine that, with the projected totals that you get from the books, you should slide in winners more often than not. So this is going to be the litmus test tonight. And I've got 10 different player props that I'm working with. Okay. And I'm not going to break everything down. I'm just going to tell you what's there. So that we move on. But this is in order as far as the strength of the optimizer for what the projection is. And remember, this is not just somebody who created a site. This is somebody who was winning. Like this dude was making Barrett Brooks money. And here's Barrett like a sucker out there busting his hump and breaking a sweat every five seconds to earn his millions. When you had some dude on the back with a computer and running everything from a fantasy standpoint said, I'm going to make money off of Barrett and these other guys on there on the field. So (laughs) this is a proven method is what I'm saying. I don't know if it transfers over to bets. We'll see. Under 12 and a half, I told you for Mello tonight, under 31 and a half for the Joker, under 23 and a half. Now the optimizer has it at under 24 and a half but I'm going to stretch it to under 23 and a half. There is a better return for Jimmy Butler over two and a half for Dante DiVincenzo assists over five and a half for Dante rebounds under 12 and a half for Giannis rebounds over 10 and a half for Tyler hero total points under two and a half. Now I'm laying two to one on this one under two and a half for Aaron Gordon total assists under six and a half for Gordon rebounds. And then finally, just to bring it all back, under two and a half for Tyler Hero total assists. All wow. right. There you have it. And we'll see what that? we do. There's the 10. I want it on the record so that tomorrow you'll know what type of mood I'm in based on how this thing goes. Hey, guys. All right. Uh, we're going to have Amy on tomorrow. For duel? Awesome. Yeah, 1135. 1135. Perfect. People want to stick out for that. That's going to cool. be a lot of fun because I guarantee you she's going to give you a lot of shit. All right, now hold on a second before we before we depart. I'm That's trying to get question. verified here. My there it, is it. It's there. Where? Well, I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. But they got to tell. They say, "Tell us who you are." And there's the first question of the application. Is it like a multiple choice, or do you have to fill this in essay wise? No, this it's a multiple choice. Activist, organizer, a company, brand, or organization, entertainers, and entertainment groups government official, journalist or news organization, professional sports or e-sports entity. Which one of those? Journalist? I think so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, Where is this? You got to go to... uh, You click on that more icon, right? 
Yep. And then go to settings and privacy. Okay. Click on that. And then go to your account information and hit that. And then it's going to ask you for your Twitter password. And then it'll take you right in there. And it says verified accounts. And you click on that little blue icon. It's blue. It is in blue letters. And then you'll start the application process. I think I forgot my password. <laughs> That's going to be the only thing keeping you from being verified. Seriously. Unbelievable. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I don't even remember it. Pick one method to show that your account qualifies for verification. You'll also need to provide the official website of the qualifying news organization. Okay, verification request, start request. All right, I'm in there. I'll see you guys later. I appreciate that. That's the best thing you ever learned on this show right now. There you go. Right, like, I'm out. I'm already verified. Yeah, we get it, brother. All right, we get it. You're the, <laughs> you're the superstar. You're the celebrity. Right, right, you're right. Just here right. hanging out, man. It's your world. Seriously. Right. <laughs> it's Barrett right, Brooks and the guys on the middle. Right. <laughs> we'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks all right. for watching. See you. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.